projects that it's been a little bit difficult to keep up with the podcasts. But here I am and I am going to catch you up on what's been going on. So um, as many of you know, I have been working through detoxing from an infected root canal. And um, I've also had a bone graft removed on another um, place in my mouth where there was a root canal that was removed um, about a year ago and a bone graft put in, which apparently wasn't a great idea. So I've had heaps of questions about this, um, why I'm getting a root canal removed, what I'm going to do instead of a root canal, um, how how the detoxing works, what's the diet that I've been on, um, how, you know, how this protocol helps with healing, um, what changes have I seen, and um, I've been meaning to share a podcast on it for a while, and um, just, just had so many other things going on, retreats and workshops and programs and all sorts of things keeping me busy as usual. Um, but during my last dental appointment, uh, sorry, appointment with my dental nutritionist, um, I asked him if I could possibly record the call and he said yes. So I have um, recorded the call for you. I've cut out any bits that were not applicable and um, I hope you'll find it interesting, but I'll give you a bit of background for those of you who haven't really heard the whole story. Um, so years ago, I'm not even sure how long, maybe seven years ago, um, I had two teeth that needed root canals, one on the um, lower jaw and one on the upper jaw, either side. And um, I think I knew a bit about root canals and I knew that they weren't great, but I really didn't think that there was any other option. Um, so, and I didn't want to just have them pulled out and have a hole there. So I decided to go ahead and get it done. And um, sadly, they both became infected. So it was something that um, I knew I needed to have dealt with. I didn't really know what to do and I hadn't found a dentist that was, you know, really experienced with removing infected root canals um, and helping to detox the body from these root canals um, up in far north Queensland. So the closest I could find was Brisbane, um, but I heard some really great um, feedback from different friends and from Elise who is the nutritionist that I work with saying yes go to this one in Brisbane um, you can trust them they know what they're doing um, so I decided to go ahead and do that and did you know did a lot of research into it all um, and if you're wondering why you can't just get a root canal you know fixed up so that it's not infected anymore or maybe you take antibiotics and all of that kind of thing um, well, you do generally have to take antibiotics, but um, even if your root canal isn't infected, there's going to be a lot of bacteria and toxins underneath that dead tooth. Um, I recommend having a look at the links below in the notes, in the show notes, because I'm going to put in there some um, studies and videos that you can watch and articles on um, the perils of root canals and the reason why I will never get a root canal again. Um, just to keep it very simple for the podcast because it's already a long podcast, um, my dentist said to me, a root canal is like a 24-hour sewage pump in your mouth. 
<laughs> and you know you can sterilize that hole all you like and sterilize the tooth and put it all back together and um, brush and floss and rinse and do all the things but um, it will grow bacteria under there and that does cause problems for the body and for overall health and so we, you will hear a bit about that in this podcast um, if you think it all sounds a little odd believe me there's plenty of studies and I can link to some of those but really um, yeah hopefully this this will just be sort of a podcast that will help you see what I did in my journey and I can't give you advice for your journey but um, it's been amazing for me so I got the root canal removed the infected root canal removed on uh, it was September the 26th um, but before that for about four four months or five months I worked on really detoxing and healing the body and really building up my strength and immunity and um, also I've been working on detoxing from mercury because I had amalgams when I was a child and so as probably most of you know, amalgam fillings are high in mercury and the mercury just stays in your body. <laughs> it's hard to get rid of. Um, so that's been um, one of my health goals is to detox the mercury. Genetically, I don't detox well, um, which has been part of the problem with, you know, a lot of my health issues that, um, you know, other people seem to be able to eat anything they want and do anything they want and they still cope but I would be exhausted and I would get sick all the time. I used to always have colds every month with my period. I'd get a cold and it would often turn into a chest infection. Um, I used to be really, really tired. I'd have to have a nap every day, um, probably for 10 years I had to have a nap. I always had dark circles under my eyes. Um, I Yeah, I got sick a lot and then I ended up with all sorts of hormonal issues, fibroids, emergency hysterectomy, like you name it. <laughs> and then I had all the um, gut stuff with the like not tolerating different foods and um, I was very underweight for most of my life. Um, yeah, just ups and downs with blood sugar levels. Um, so, you know, all of these things are, it, it's, a, it's a big picture approach. So you're not just going, okay, well, if I eat well and be super strict with my diet, then I'm going to be well. Um, there's more to it than that. It's also about, you know, learning to reduce the stress in your life and have a, um, a calmer approach to life it's also about having good dental hygiene it's about eating healing foods and not just taking out foods that bother you and dealing with symptoms but adding in foods that are going to heal your body and build your strength and um, make sure that you've got healthy red blood cells and that your body's processing your food properly and detoxing um, toxins that are naturally in our environment and in our hormones like all the things that our bodies need to detox you've got to have those detox pathways open so there's a lot you know sometimes it feels overwhelming you think oh there's just so much to think about but it's amazing how simple it is when you just think okay I'm gonna just do the basics I'm going to eat protein at every meal good quality protein at every meal I'm going to eat plenty of good fats not too much if you want to lose weight, but 
good fats are important for everybody. I'm going to reduce the carbs, especially refined carbs, starchy foods, just really reduce those down. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting in the healing foods like meat stocks and good fats and the marrow in bones and the organ meats and the egg yolks and the fermented foods and fermented dairy and getting those into your diet. I'm going to get out in the sunshine and I'm going to enjoy time in nature and breathe deeply out in nature so that I'm expanding my lungs and um, that's part of healing. Um, I'm going to spend time enjoying community and connection with other people. So when you start thinking of the things that you can do and that are doable for you and you start bringing them in little by little and, and instead of thinking, oh no, I can't eat this and I can't do that and I can't, you know, all the I can'ts, um, it becomes a lot simpler. And in the last few months, like over the last few years, my health has improved amazingly, just really working on um, improving my diet and having a better um, relationship with food probably and um, better gut health and a better relationship with my own, um, I don't know, with myself, if that makes sense. And not so stressy and anxious and worried about what everybody thinks all the time, but just really learning to relax more, um, getting out in the sunshine more, all of these things have made a huge difference. And then I feel like this last few months have really helped me um, to realize the importance of protein. Um, I was eating meat and eggs and you know good protein sources, but um, when you're unwell and you're detoxing and you're needing to um, build new cells constantly and your body's trying to build red blood cells and you're just needing the energy and you're needing the iron and your body is screaming out for all that you've got to get that good protein in and so I've been having for the last four months so I'll just give you a little overview of the kind of diet I've been eating um, in the last four or five months um, 30 to 50 grams of protein at least every meal sometimes well, they actually wanted me to have more than that. So sometimes like 80 grams of protein in a meal, each meal three times a day. So that might equate to something like um, two chicken legs in a meal um, or, you know, good size ones or, you know, a good size piece of steak or something like that. So it's very doable. It's not crazy. Um, breakfast, I might have bacon and eggs um, and then always with some good fats. So leave the skin on the chicken, leave the fat on the meat, leave the fat on the stock, um, a little bit of butter with your veggies. Um, so not crazy amounts, not anything that's gonna make you feel sick. Um, although if you do feel sick from fats, that's generally um, a sign that you need to work on fat digestion, which is another topic. But um, just really having those good protein sources and good fats um, fermented dairy, I was having, I've been having milk kefir most days, um, fermented veggies, so sauerkraut with meals or some beet kvass or um, all of these foods that just really help to um, help you to have a healthy gut. And then also reducing the carbs and cutting out the sugars. So I haven't been having um, for, for months I had no sugars at all, not even honey, no fruit. Now and then I'd sneak a strawberry out of the garden because I mean, 
that's pretty hard to um, resist and I don't think that's a big deal but I've been having no sugars and not even stevia or um, anything sweet at all so it was just protein it's basically meat and veg every meal and eggs and good fats um, if I got really sort of a bit of a bit of a craving for a snack I would have some milk kefir or some maybe some Greek yogurt or um, some 24-hour yogurt, some sour cream, some kefir cream, uh, a spoonful of butter. <laughs> and um, it was amazing to see the difference. Like within maybe a month, I started to have better energy. Um, weirdly, well, I suppose not weirdly, if you know much about gut health and the importance of gut health for hormone health, um, I was having some like perimenopausal symptoms and um, waking up throughout the night, chucking my covers off, sweaty, hot, and then, then putting them back on and then chucking them off and just waking up a lot with the hot sweats and having the flushes now and then a little bit. Um, but that all went away. And I really feel like whenever I start getting those starchy refined carbs sneaking back in, um, that's one of the things I noticed. So the sleep was better. Um, my hormones have been better. My energy levels have been better. I have oh, also I've been taking a vitamin C drink um, each day, which I meant to drink a, a liter of each day. I don't always drink a liter, but I try to do my best. Um, and those of you who follow me on social media will have seen me talking about this, um, and we talk about it right at the start of this podcast as well. Um, so it's a vitamin C powder that also includes amino acids and it's available from Nutrition Diagnostics, which is um, Owen, who I'm who not, I'm not really interviewing him. He's kind of interviewing me. <laughs> um, he's telling me about my health. Um, he is the manager for Nutrition Diagnostics and his dad is Eric Davis of Eric Davis Dental. And they work together um, to help um, patients to improve their health and their dental health all at the same time because it's all connected. So um, they have a vitamin C powder that is um, yeah vitamin C with amino acids and glutathione and um, you mix three teaspoons into a litre of water with uh, 10 mils of apple cider vinegar, a teaspoon of salt and um, 30 mils of lemon and lime juice and then drink that each day. And since I started having that, I haven't been sick. I haven't had colds. We went overseas traveling um, for a month. My daughters both got sick and we were all staying in the same room, traveling together. Um, poor Cass was sick for like two weeks. I didn't get sick at all. Um, I had family members and friends with COVID. I didn't get that. Um, yeah, so really interesting. It, obviously it's not just the vitamin C, it's also having plenty of protein and good fats because they are immune building and um, healing. So it's been so interesting and I have seen really good results with my, um, with my dental health and my overall health. So um, the root canal and the bone graft were taken out on the 26th and 27th of September around there. Um, you may have seen some photos of me with a very swollen face. <laughs> I forgot to take Arnica pills. I just recommend if anyone has a root canal taken out, please take Arnica pills because apparently it really helps with the swelling. I didn't have any with me when I was away. Um, so I did that and then uh, a month later I had 
blood tests, or I think it was about a month later, I had blood tests again. So all through this um, protocol, I've been having the blood tests and getting everything checked. My very first blood tests back in uh, May, I think they were, showed high inflammation and high cholesterol. And the reason for that is because um, when you've got high mercury and a lot of toxins in there and it's all causing inflammation, it will send your cholesterol levels up because the cholesterol is there to protect you and the inflammation needs, your, your body needs the cholesterol to lower the inflammation. So when I first had that first blood test, um, the nutritionist looked at the blood test and said, okay, that's good, your cholesterol's up, that means it's your body's fighting the inflammation, so that's a good sign, and I'm like, Oh my goodness, it's not often you hear that. <laughs> so um, yes, so from there, the next blood test a month or so later after I'd been, no, it was a bit longer than that, was well, after I'd been on the protocol for about a month, showed that my cholesterol and inflammation had come down a bit, quite a bit. Um, my insulin levels had stabilized. I hadn't been sleeping well um, because, you know, perimenopausal, you don't sleep well. Um, and once my sleep started to improve, my insulin levels improved as well. And also taking out the carbs and the refined starchy foods, not that I was having a lot of refined starchy foods, but just the starchy foods and sugars really improved my insulin resistance and my sleep. Because apparently if you have a high carb diet, it will affect your sleep. So there's, they've been giving me studies and videos to watch and a whole booklet um, that's sort of, well, that's tailored to my health and all my um, blood results and test results um, to help me with each step of the way. And it would take much too long to explain all that. But um, what we're going to talk about in this podcast is just really the last um, blood test that I had, which is um, so if I had the first one in May and the last one in October um, and the difference and the way that I've improved and um, what I need to do going forward. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because I've had so many people ask questions and um, sometimes it's just nice to hear someone else's journey because you can get a bit of inspiration for your own and, and say, ah, that makes sense. Now I can see why this is happening in my health. Um, and maybe it's nothing, you know, maybe there's not something that's applicable for you, but for those who are interested in um, healing from root canals and the infection involved and the toxins and detoxing all of that and improving your health um, by having a really traditional whole food diet that includes plenty of protein and fat and no refined foods and no starchy sugars. Um, I think this will be really interesting for you. Um, we do get on a few rabbit trails. I cut out a few of the rabbit trails because it's always a good chat with Owen, but sometimes, yeah, we, we chat and go off onto a, on a tangent. So I cut some of those out to make it shorter because it was a two hour appointment. Um, so if this gets too long, I'll divide it into um, two podcasts, but I know this will probably bring up even more questions for you, for some of you because we don't talk through my whole you know, story and we don't talk through every detail. But what I'm going to do is put some links in the show notes below so that you can continue the research after listening to this podcast. And I hope it's really helpful for you um, and that you 
can just find some things that will be aha moments and that you can go okay I can work on that that one little thing for now um, and if you want to talk to um, nutrition diagnostics and get your own um, appointments and everything you can do that to the link will be below for you okay so my um, chat today is with Owen Davis the manager of nutrition diagnostics in Brisbane and he will be talking through my results and uh, giving a little bit of background on why we did what we did to heal hope you enjoy well, what's exciting for me you know being the son of my father like my, mm -hmm. my dad was persecuted and you know gossiped about uh, in the 90s uh, mm. it was very taboo to remove amalgam um, really yeah yeah you were a quack. why is that uh, oh, because okay. mercury was going to be safe mercury oh. <laughs> uh yeah and still the australian dental session please so but they've changed their tune they said as of next year dentists can no longer buy liquid mercury they have to buy it in a capsule which is no different and the <laughs> australian dental association um has uh made a point that dentists should be strongly discouraged from placing amalgam in children and women. Yeah. Um, everyone else is okay, but not children and women. <laughs> um, and they don't say why, but we mm. know why, because they don't want a lawsuit on their hands. So this is the new policy statement that came out this year. Mm. Um, the Minamata Treaty has been signed as a legal binding contract as of next year. We buy it in capsule for Save the Planet. No different because you break the capsule open, it's out in the environment. And at some point when you remove people's amalgams or dispose of the capsule, it ends up in the landfill. Yeah. And, and if you ever know anyone into documentary making, I'd love to know what happens to that mercury when you take out someone's mouth or the capsule. Because if they're taking out to Ipswich, so we're obviously in Redcliffe here, past Brisbane, Ipswich, the dump, and we're trying to recycle. We say, hey, China, do you want our waste? And China's like, no, keep it, guys. Where does the mercury go? Because it's, I don't know if the way you can recycle mercury. But, yeah, don't put it into children or women. That's mm. us adult men. We can take a beating. And the reason being is, <laughs> Children's neural networks haven't formed, and women so special they have the opportunity to bear life, but to mm. do that they have to pay tax. They lose iron, and from yeah. our experience, when you lose iron, you become more vulnerable, more susceptible to mercury, and sometimes it doesn't always show in in the blood. Um, and they said there's no evidence support that getting your amalgams out will provide a better health outcome. So ADA used to try to bully dad in the 90s, saying that dad was rogue and a quack, but mm. they couldn't touch us. So then when APRA was formed, it was really political. So one of our clients was told to die at jaw cancer, and a friend of friend said, go see Eric. And dad checked everything. Dad said, hey, you've got a titanium infected implant it had peri and it happens to be the same size as jaw cancer 
Uh, do you consent to having this removed? And the client said, why not? I'm going to die anyway. Let's do it. So we coached him. Dad provide total dental vision. He ends up living. And the guy's wow. educated. has got a dual degree in science, zoology and biology. So what happens when you have been wrong? See, my father had asthma, studied naturopathy, which led to him understanding that he was poisoning people and realised mm. he has, needs to change his ways. Otherwise, he is going to be damaged and his clients will be damaged. So dad removed amalgams and quickly became American toxic. My mother had 12 amalgam fillings. So for us, this is personal and this is the truth. It's not for the wiggles and the giggles. It's not because it's trendy. It's because of the right thing to do. And um, but see, we, we weren't just holistic in a sense removing amalgams. You know, the total dental vision, we review the whole mouth and that old systemic link. This idea of drinking herbal teas and chakra puncturing, which I've got an open mind to, Herb, uh, airways and tongue ties, you know, great, holistic, but it's a bit more complicated than that. And so when our client came along, we made the root cause documentary, so happy that happened, never thought they would ever get out on Netflix. He tried to get Dad on there, and Dad's like, no. <laughs> Do no, you want to no, start no, that again? No, no. I'm here for my clients. Mm. I don't want to be a celebrity. I'll lose everything. And this is why on that documentary, they only had two dentists on there from memory. And one had retired and one was protected by Indian reservation. Everyone else were doctors and naturopaths. Um, it was a beautiful thing to see people talk about root canals. And through that documentary, we had 100 inquiries and only 60 people signed up. Why? Because who the hell is nutrition diagnostics? Mm. My nutrition's fine. You know, I've got my naturopath. Or, you know, I've heard, you know, if I get to the root cause, if I get that root canal out, and they remove the periodontal ligament and do ozone and corella and, you know, detox and you're done. Um, sort of, not really, because for us what's been a complete game changer is using these microscopes, looking at the bugs on the surface level and how they can get in because you're only good as a surgeon and how well you can heal and the great difference we have as clinicians is trying to wave a magic wand and just suddenly improve people's protein iron stores that have been depleted over many years. Mm. And also the fact that the damage that the root canal has done to some people, I'm so blessed and so grateful and so are you that you do not have a disease. Mm. You don't have cancer. You don't have autoimmune disease. You don't have diabetes. You're not on any medication. Mm. So something that you've been doing your whole life is protecting you. Well, at least since about the last 15 years. <laughs> See, we always look at the bright side, you know. Like, you know, this pandemic has been a blessing because it's suddenly got everyone interested in vitamin C and N-acetylcysteine or glutathione or the Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought sunshine? Mm. Who would have thought out of etiquette not to sneeze on someone? Um, I don't know about you, but like I was just fascinated to see some people get excited and wash their hands. I'm like, I don't know what they were doing before that. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, root canals are such a contentious issue because it's political. Mm. People still seeing things from a mechanical point of view, you know. I get that amalgam out and I detox. Or get that mm. root canal and I detox. Well, yes, the snake can bite you, pump the venom, and you can remove the snake. You've still got the venom in the bloodstream. And so the, the way that I would speak to the general public um, is basically you are serious about your health and you want to look at all of you because the sad truth about nutrition, naturopathy and medicine, we look at the body but the mouth, whereas dentistry, just the mouth, but from the mechanical point of view, they don't look at biology or biochemistry. Mm. And how could they? If they don't look at blood chemistry, if they don't use these microscopes, how could they not see these cooties, the creepy crawlies? Because they're there and we're trying to figure out what to do with it all. We feel like we've opened Pandora's box and it's mind-blowing to think, wow, you know, there's a bigger picture here and everything is connected. And yeah. if you don't learn from the past, it'll come back to haunt you. So we last spoke in August. Um, I'm sure you survived this year's winter. No cough, cold, sniffles. None. Even travelling overseas, both of my daughters got sick staying in the same room. I didn't get sick. So. I love hearing that. And, you know, what you do, you go, hey, try this. Ew, it's so sour and bitter. <laughs> have the vitamin C and the glutathione and they go wow where can I get that sour stuff it seems to work it does because the science works you get used to it and then it's like as long as it's a bit cold it's like okay it's kind of refreshing <laughs> and it works yeah um but but vitamin C is a, basically it's a jack of all trades it's my it as a nutritionist vitamin C is my most favorite vitamin it's mm. affordable, plus it donates electrons, it puts the white blood cells, like gives the bullets and white blood cells guns. It's an antihistamine, so for rashes and urticaria, um, builds connective tissue. People in skincare um, mm. just works, but like traditionally it's sour. It's the way it is in nature. Mm. But, you know, Companies, they go and put in artificial sweetener and stevia and things to take the edge off and say, hey, orange juice, it's like Fanta. No, it's not the way it's meant to be. The body is an amazing thing. And if you understand it, you can better support it. And, yes, we're all human beings. We get run down from time to time. But it's all about the timing and how hard you hit it. And I think people have underestimated how important your dentistry is with respect to COVID or the dentistry is with respect to the immune system. And so to also add further to speaking to the general public, what you did is total dental revision. We looked at the whole mouth and the systemic link, and we were looking at the dental toxins, and we removed them and replaced things that were more compatible with the immune system. But to do that successfully, to, 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 to detoxify, we need to balance body chemistry. And it doesn't matter what the disease or the symptom we're working with. When the chemistry is out of balance, you're susceptible to disease. And the first thing that goes wrong 
is tooth decay and gum disease. When the chemistry is in balance, you have resistance to disease. So we're all spinning on this rock trying to figure out life, but continually trying to support so we can regenerate quicker than degenerate. So uh, Shweta had her last consultation on the 27th or 28th of September, and you're cooking for over 100 people. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yeah. Did you and before up- the, the week before that, um, I had a health retreat up here on the Tablelands, and, um, yeah, so that was my health retreat, so a lot of work and cooking and then, yeah, then camp, and then I was away, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so did you end up getting to eat after? Oh, yeah. You had food, so, yeah, I hear <laughs> a lot of chefs, that they get sick of cooking for everyone. When they go home, they're like, Oh, no, I eat with everyone, so that's oh, all good. That's yeah. really, that's what I love about the Italian family. Oh, yeah, definitely. Everyone eats together as a family. Yeah, when, and at the retreats, we cook together and eat together, so it's a cooking uh, retreat. That's, the way, that's culture. Mm-hmm. That's culture, and you develop a community, and that's the mm-hmm. only way to sustain health Yeah, you develop a community. Um, so I believe all the dentistry went to plan. It all came out on the 25th, 26th of September. Mm-hmm. That was the, the, the surgery. And we had a root canal and, and cavitation. So three-sixths of the lower left-hand side, six-tooth from the front, that molar. That's on the, the lung, large intestine. So if there's any weakness on the gut or the lungs, interesting. Mm. And then the one-sixth... The top right-hand corner, six tooth in the front. The one six is stomach, so digestion and pancreas is also digestion and blood sugar control and also digestion of protein. But it's also sitting on the thyroid and right breast. Mm-hmm. So we tend to ask our ladies, you know, how's the thyroid going? And also, have you ever had a tender right breast or lumps that come and go around the period around the right breast? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where through energetic screening dad does the electrodermal test that the homeopaths would use to try and look out what the en- energetic disturbance is to build a homeopathic remedy and so in that first dermal screening the tonsils, the jaw was irritated illocecal valve which most of us we get that irritation in the gut, and that's building mm. up gaps. And a high-fat diet is to produce bile to kill these bad bugs. The nervous system, the endocrine system on the left side, the left breast, but the tooth's on the right side. Um, and then gallbladder, kidneys. The poor old kidneys always take a hit with mercury. Now, usually six weeks after surgery, dad's got provisions to do this again. Mm-hmm. I tend to find chemistry is a bit more complex trying to set the scene, whereas this is very binary. And I tend to find a lot of clients, they enjoy that yes or no answer. Okay, so dad's going to have a little look what we've covered today. How are you going? How do you feel? How's your bite? Are you happy with everything? Any health complaints? It'll do this again. Mm-hmm. And 
the way that I'm seeing things with the bloods and the way that you're responding to me, I think this is going to tie up really nicely. Energetically, I predict that the head, neck, jaw thing is going to be less disturbed. Um, obviously, this is so sensitive where if you were stressed the day of coming off the plane and, you know, can trigger, but we may still see murk from the kidneys or dad usually says, wow, gold star, boring, you know, everything's lying up nicely. So everything was done on the 26th of September. I want to see where things are now with the chemistry, but I want you to set a new date in your mind. It's the milestone and it occurs four months from the last dental appointment. So that's October, November, December, January. So write a date here. The 26th of January next year is when your red blood cells will die off and reset. Please don't let anyone put amalgam in your mouth. I had seven <laughs> clients that were silly that did that. Wow. I can't see you ever putting root canals back in your mouth. Never. Don't do implants. No, not doing that. On Facebook and Instagram, I've been spying on everyone and also <laughs> now have an account and I've been getting in those back end of the forums give my two bobs worth and everyone's saying go to a biological dentist and get your root canals out and then do ozone and remove the periodontal ligament and blah, 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 and then they go, yeah, and then do implants. Implants are foreign mm. to the mouth. We'd never put a screw in the bottom in mucosal tissue. Why would we do that in the mouth? And so titanium people can react to, whilst Zirconia is a glass ionomer. It does have a charge to it, and it's not completely metal-free, but you can sterilise the implant in the lab. Once you put it in the mouth, it's now unsterile. Mm. The bugs won't eat the implant from a mechanical point of view. What they do, they create a biofilm, a slime which attaches to the screw, and then they erode the supporting bone structure, which leads to per-implantitis. Mm. Now, we have seen quite a few clients with zirconia implants where through PCR testing, so note that the, the root canal and cavitation we took from you currently will be sitting in our fridge. And we promise we'll never sell it to BlackRock or Vanguard. We'll never sell it to some Chinese clone facility because we don't know if that is even possible. We have <laughs> it on record for if you want to have it DNA tested. But you trust us and you've seen the literature and we know that staph and strep will be in those teeth. But if you had an incurable disease like cancer, autoimmune, and doctors couldn't figure out, that's when you really want a DNA test to see what could be giving you havoc or if you've dodged a bullet. For me as a practitioner looking at all this in the last 16 years, I think you've dodged a bullet because I don't want to know what could have come your way 10, 20 years from now. And I'm very grateful that you've seen the serious nature of things and what we're doing connecting with us because clients that I've seen that haven't made it this far, yes, people have more dollars and cents. They pay the gym membership and don't turn up to the gym. They pay for the program and do not complete their program. Oh, yes, a lot of people do that. And then my brain goes, ah, I've just watched Star the movie. I want to know what the ending is. You stop the film. I don't know what the ending is now. So my brain can't rest until I know what happens after the fact. Um, so take home what we know is working and build upon it and strengthen it. 
But I say on the 26th of January next year, the red blood cells will reset. You'll get fresh blood, fresh energy. And I have a theory, I don't know if it's true, but I believe that once we do right by the chemistry balance it, if you hold it for two years in a stable manner, yes, there's ups and downs, colds and flutes, but two years straight, I think you reset your constitution. And when women are very diligent on working their iron stores, it just takes two years to crack that anemia. But see, women they, 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 and men, they can lose focus. So you want to be true to what you know works for your health and measure what you do, whether it be body composition, strength, hormones, you know, ovulation, immunity, chemistry. Not everyone can afford to do a blood test. I know that. Nails, gums, teeth. Those hygienists were originally employed to keep the client in the books. That's the sad truth. Hygienists were employed so that the dentists were able to retain the client and not lose them to another dentist. Mm. It's quite silly to think that because the profession is more empowering than we ever will know. The hygienists see problems before they begin. And the hygienist is our greatest ally as a health practitioner. So I believe, because um, we're not just going through your blood today, we're covering every angle, body composition, general level health symptom management, um, the AV, the chemistry, but also the bioperi assessment. Um, you're still flossing and brushing your teeth? Yep. <laughs> um, and you're not getting any pain, sensitivity, bleeding, puffiness? Nope. Um, from memory, uh, your hygiene was pretty good. We don't know for sure if there was a parasite, and it can happen to the best of us when we have amalgam or infection. So we can floss mm -hmm. the brush well, but the root canal tracks the bug, but they were suspicious there may be a dormant amoeba. Mm -hmm. Depth 32 mil, and predominantly the inflammation is happening on the upper left hand side of the jaw. The same side where you tend to sleep on, maybe, as saliva pools, or the left, upper left is where, well, on the bottom left is the root canal. Yeah. Maybe the bugs are moving from there to there, but overall, you're flossing and brushing, and your gums yeah. aren't bleeding. <laughs> Um, my wife is a psychologist. She works at Q Health, and I did a little talk for them on Tuesday. And their team uh, are multicultural, and they work with a lot of migrants. And uh, giving a talk similar to what we're doing now, um, one of the, the the team members, I think, is an occupational therapist, looked quite frightened and, and said. I've been diagnosed with periodontal disease and I've seen multiple dentists and have been doing deep cleaning. And later I found out her daughter's a dentist, just graduate, newly graduate. And they told me there's nothing I can do. I said, there's always something you can do. Mm -hmm. You can identify the bug and target it. You'll teach those bugs to boss. And that way we can tell the unoblied government to stick that fluoride where they should have put it, in the cakes, biscuits and lollies, not in our drinking water. Mm -hmm. So in this swab too, we're just going to rechart that pocket depth. With what we've done, we're hoping the gums are shrinking, they're getting tighter. And guess what? This becomes a true investment. Xenophils, 
when they start going over the 10%, we start looking at mold, uh, parasites, uh, allergens. That was 3%, even perfect now. IgG, it's one of the globulins that protects from the gut and the nose. Get rid of dental infection. Hope to see globulins drop. Perfect. Urine porphyrins. That is an enzyme that's disrupted when mercury hits the kidney. So if porphyrins drop, we hope to see a drop in that disturbance in the EAV test when dad pokes some prodigy on the finger. So I'm thinking we are moving mercury. Mm -hmm. uh, chloride, stomach acid, but also the, the, the fantastic feat. If you came to see me for the first time, I want to know what's going on in your mouth. And with consent, if you were open, I refer to that. Because in your chemistry, you know, are seeing a, a mark called neutrophils. And neutrophils are famous for creating pus. They're a macrophage that help wall off infection. They're part of the white blood cell team. Now, I know that when we have long-standing infection from a root canal or cavitation, or we're not getting enough protein to die, it can cause the neutrophils to suppress. That affects the immune system. And as soon as they start going less than two, they call it neutropenia, small white yeah. blood cells, which then the doctors worry about if there's potentially leukemia or myeloma or lymphoma, and they're going to do a spinal tap. Now, that's not your concern. It's just the neutrophils was a slightly out at 3.2. We want so what's it supposed to be? Four to five. Okay. They think, but Owen, it's not far off, 3.2 to four. Remember in chemistry, some are measures millimoles, some are percentages, some are ratios. Red blood cells, white blood cells, neutrophils, lymphocytes, they're through scientific notation. So beside the marker, you'll have neutrals 3.2 times 10 to the power of nine. So you put the nine zeros on the end of that. So oh. let's just say you had 320 million soldiers, you've now upgraded because you didn't have a scratch or cold or flu when we did the bloods because that can naturally bring it up. And that's not a bad thing that the body can then fight. It's bad if you can't do it. But I think by getting the infection out and getting enough protein based on your needs, not mine, not someone, but your needs. And mm -hmm. always the best indicator is height and wrist. And, yeah, we can say palm size, but we, but some have big palms than others. Mm. But use it as a guide, but say, hey, if you don't feel full, have more, as long as it's consistent. Um, but the neutrophils are now 5.2. Um, so I have had problems in the past with low white blood cells. Um, I got really sick just before I got pregnant with my first um, I was in hospital because I didn't, uh, yeah, I, had, I guess it was neutropenia. Yeah, so the, the neutrophils. So um, so I know this is a bit childish. Uh, Kylie had, oh, oh, I won't do it. But she got me some <laughs> little kids' stickers. But anyway, you get the drift. You can, put, it, you can put a sticker on there. I don't mind. All righty. <laughs> I want a sticker. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, smiley Yay. face. Um <laughs> So positive, positive change. So where are you right now? Okay. Billy Rubin is the byproduct of a red blood cell being broken down, and that gives the brown stool. 
Then there's Eurobilligium, which is yellow, and Billy Burden in Spanish or Verde, mm -hmm. uh, green, or green. Salsa Verde, green mm -hmm. salad. Um, so these are components of a red blood cell. Now, Billy Rubin, we're measuring that to see oxidative stress. Now, what is that? Well, yeah, people take goji berries for antioxidants, but they don't realize that heavy metals create inflammation, which causes oxidative stress or free radical mm -hmm. damage. So you can take goji berries to, to the cows come home. If you don't correct pH and get your amalgams out, you'll never come back to the oxidative, oxidative stress. And, you know, you're intelligent and you obviously probably think I'm a bit quirky, um, but, you know, just I, I get excited about trying to solve hard, hard problems, you know. It's, it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, but basically what we're looking at to rectify health is the six subclinical defects that find all disease states. So for calcium's clavicles in the teeth, kidney stones, gallstones, bone spurs, chronic inflammation, joint pain, acid stress, hypoxia, out of breath, muscular fatigue, you know, anaerobic metabolism, so long distance running and not regenerating or not enough oxygen, not enough Wim Hofing. Oxidative stress is root canals, amalgams, connect tissue breakdown is when you're in trouble. Cachexia in palliative care, cancer, when people are muscle wasting or osteoporosis. So people think, oh, you just get osteoporosis when you get your senior's discount card, when you get your movie discount or your bowel screen, you know, you just get osteoporosis when you get old. No, we've seen 20-year-old 20, 20 marathon runners with osteoporosis. So what's it from? Um, connect tissue breakdown. Uh, now, mercury can get into the bones and cause osteoporosis or osteopenia. Mm -hmm. But usually it's from a lack of protein and iron in the diet. So if a client is malnourished or, you know, they have under severe stress and they have an eating disorder and, and, and they haven't, they're not getting enough nutrition, uh, that, that just doesn't affect, you know, body composition. It also affects the bones. And that's we're going to see that your teeth and your bones are protein. But how so? Well, chop bone in half. You've you've done bone marrow. You see, like out of bone, calcium, hydrogen, phosphate, and then they've got the bone marrow, which is rich in protein and fat, potentially mm. cholesterol. But what feeds the bone is conicules, blood vessels. And so we we just think, oh, bone is calcium. No, oh, vitamin D. No, we need those cofactors, but predominantly we need protein. Bone is protein, and mm. that's what we made the point in our blog. Um, I don't like the title so much, and I think sometimes we say things to try to offend, to get people to pay attention. Um, but, look, it's, it's an honest truth. Everyone reads chemistry in a different way. And where is it? Here we go. And so we put this diagram here. While in the past people demonized copper, all of a sudden now everyone's pro-copper. What happened? Because people are reactive. They actually forget there's not just about isolating one thing. You need a balance. Copper, vitamin A, vitamin C, E, bioflavonoids. So, you know, the green tea. 
if you get like mm-hmm. catechins and bio C or green colorful vegetables, protein is the foundation. Then we join with protein glycans, sulfur compounds, so onions, garlics, and, and meat, and then all the cartilage, the bone marrow, all that lovely stuff, bone broth, yeah, beautiful gaps. Bring them together, get connect tissue. Mm-hmm. Your muscles aren't made of carrots and lettuce. It's protein. <laughs> Your bone's not out made out of carrots and lettuce or goji berry. It's protein. So Billy Rubin is also coming down. It was 22. If it went over 30, doctors look at Gilbert or Gilbert syndrome, jaundice, a mm. um, little bit of lactic acid, but that's the weather where you are, so I'd keep up your energy drink with a teaspoon of salt. And if it gets so what, it, Sorry, what does lactic acid mean? There's a marker called lactate dehydrogenase, and it measures somewhat lactic acid, which leads to cramps and muscular fatigue. Oh, yeah. And we need to also consider that your surgery was done on the 26th of September. Um, that was a Tuesday, and the bloods were done on the 9th. So that was like a week and a bit later. Mm-hmm. But potentially also the anesthetics from the surgery will be passing through the liver. You clear out. And mm-hmm. so that can influence the lactate dehydrogenase. Also in October, from memory, my wife's birthday's on the 9th. We're in Palm Cove on Cairns, and there's a beautiful wind flow. But towards the end of October, it changed. And mm-hmm. I go, oh, my God, I feel like my brain's cooking in this place. Get me out of this place. I don't know how these <laughs> guys deal with the humidity. And hopefully they're salting their food everywhere. Um, yes. Because you you are going to experience that electrolyte imbalance. So this is the key thing for the weak acids, the energy drink, mm-hmm. and the Formula One, the magnesium and manganese salt, to help bring down lactic acid. It's not too bad at two hundred, um, but uh, did a tweaking will make you a bit more efficient. Um, cholesterol is your friend. At first glance, you might see cholesterol's up at eight point two. My last read was 7.1. Found out I stepped on pesticide at some point. The highest special was 21 and the last was 2.3. It is what it is and I'm very happy about your cholesterol because you're making extra HDL. And the HDL, LDL doesn't equal the total. So then you've got extra, extra HDL there. But this cholesterol has risen to your defense to get rid of mercury now. Believe it or not, the goal was to get rid of the infection but also to get rid of mercury through fish, through atmosphere, through amalgam, through pesticide, through what is ever accumulated in lifetime. Now, people just don't end up with a tremor. It takes time to have a tremor because of heavy metal accumulation. The red blood cell count is dropping, so the body's not having to overcompensate so much. It's not having to push the demand to make more taxis on the road at the expense of the integrity of the taxis. Mm. So I believe... You correct me if I'm wrong, but from the blood, because I said, how is everything going? I said, yeah, yeah, good. We didn't get too degree with everything. But from what I can see at the bloods, I think you're obtaining your energy more efficiently now. It's more sustained. Um, Definitely sleeping better. Okay. Well, we can't have to navigate in your period every month losing iron, but, I, you know, I don't have one, so all good. 
Oh. <laughs> I have no uterus. <laughs> so then that's an advantage of not having to lose iron every month, uh, having to pay that tax. So then this runs more efficiently. So you, you hear people that need an iron injection take an iron supplement. It's a bit more complicated than that. You've got to improve the whole transport system. Ceramines, mm. the person, transferrin, saturation, all the people strained on the curb, transferrin binding capacities, the Uber app, the hemoglobins, the seats in the car, the taxis are the red blood cells on the road. Mean cell volume is the average vehicle size and the ferritin is the transport department bay. So basically okay. you get the whole <laughs> transport system, right? People in the cab, people on the road, people to their jobs, making the money by more cabs. It's the transport system. As you improve the transport system, you create more energy. Mm. Ability, more immunity, more detoxication. It's all about those iron stores. And I'll also be forever grateful that you're open-minded to consuming meat in this era. Oh. If you told me not to eat meat, I'd probably run the other way. <laughs> I, I understand. I, I understand. I love animals and I love the planet. But it becomes, you know, can I have a vegan diet? Well, remember, we, we've got to base things on your goals and chemistry. We can't just pick something because... It's trendy. Exactly. Your body has the final say. We can't just do what you think you need to do. You know, I'm intuitive. I listen to body. But right now you're not because you don't have health. And the way you can be intuitive is to know things are working. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I have an open I know we could engage intuition, but some people just don't know yet. Um, all right. So... All around, I'm happy. Even the, the size of the vehicles increased. The mean cell volume was low at 83. You had small red blood cells. It's mm. now 86. Gold was okay. 88. Nearly there. And lymphocytes, 1.5, 1.6. Lymphocytes fight cancer, viruses, and heavy metals. Oops, I just said the C word. Do you have cancer? No. You've been medically ruled out and screened. So no one could diagnose cancer from a blood test, but I will say, though, we can see if a war is being fought or war is being lost. So it's usually when mm -hmm. liver enzymes go above 100 or white blood cells, lymphocytes start skyrocketing above 10 or start going really low below 2 or 1, um, clotting factors. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not seeing a war going on, chaos. So we're seeing gentle shift the right direction. Your immune system is getting stronger. You still, though, I don't know that you're still experiencing stress in your life. Oh, always. broken sleep. Um, sometimes, but yeah. most of the time, my sleep has been better. Um, sometimes there's um, a bit of stress going on. I, I've had some very stressful situations with work in the last few weeks. Um, I'd yeah. like to know that with, with stress, uh, Wim Hof. I hate ice baths. No, nah, I don't do them either. No, no, no. I do mixed martial arts. And, like, you know, when you're sparring and you go, oh, my God, that person's tall and heavy and, oh, gee, you know, fight or flight kicks in, like, you know, Mr. Miyagi, like, breathe. Yeah, I do. I do work on breath work but I'm not great with things like ice baths. I try to do the cold shower at the end of the hot shower and that's about it. Uh, uh, Epsom salt bath. 
Yeah, I do that. Massage. Now and then. I had yeah, one yesterday. Massage. I have, one every, I have a massage every month and chiropractic every two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, that gets everything in line. See, I, there's the blood, there's the nervous system, the lymph system, and muscle skeletal. And then there are meridians that run on the nervous system. So, like, if I'm doing martial arts and get, like, uh, grappling, stand-up mm-hmm. grappling and and – Basically, you put the head on the back of their skull to try and pull them in, lock mm-hmm. them in. You know, things crank. And mm-hmm. then if I go and sleep on my shoulder funny, basically there's tenderness, goes into the neck, but everything's tight. And then I feel like I'm getting hit from every angle and everything's against me. If I can open up my body, open up those meridians, suddenly I'm like, I don't care now. Mm. Things that used to bog me down, okay, I'm going to take it one step at a time. But I, I, I'm a big believer there are meridians that can close and these toxins here can also disrupt them. Mm. Um, but, look, you're, you're winning. I Just be mindful of your self-care, which you are. Ride the storm out. Mm-hmm. Um, keep up your salt. Yeah. Keep up your oral care, energy mm-hmm. drink. And if yep. you don't mind, um, I'm going to just work a little quick blood test. Um, uh, I'm happy with your cholesterol. You're happy. You're not afraid of it. Um, I would suggest maybe four, five months from now, December, January, February, March, April. So that goes mm-hmm. behind the red blood cell turnover back January next year. Um, the Say the 2nd of April next year, I'd like to look at your immune system and iron stores. That's all. Um, and then it, th- there's an option if you want to look at the stress side, the cortisol. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but see, you know what's going on when you feel it and you know what with, with the blood. But why? Well, it just looks at the adrenals and the hormone side. Um, yeah. The DHA is 3.6, pretty good. If it goes less than one, it affects bone health and libido. Um, mm-hmm. uh, to the red meat and lifting weights helps libido. Um, cholesterol going up helps libido. Get rid of these toxins. But let's hopefully reconnect these bloods next year in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if they do another balance, then you're a million dollar woman. You're, you're next level next year. Mm-hmm. And then I've just also amended the substance based on the cost. If we have to just prioritise the budget, the two products that I would see most paramount is the biovitamin C and Formula 3, mm-hmm. most paramount. Yeah. If there's room to wiggle, I then bring in Formula 1 and Formula 2, and mm-hmm. last but not least, Biozyme. But you go, oh, and actually I need a budget and actually really love Biozyme, then there, that make that your priority. Mm-hmm. But... Most important, you got that vitamin C on the shelf and formula three because you, your red blood cells are still driving around like a mini Cooper. It's a beautiful car, but <laughs> you need to get a bigger vehicle. We need like a Mercedes Benz van. Yeah, you can imagine like the red blood cells are vehicles. So, you know, there is still way more energy that you could be experiencing. And as a business CEO, you know, busy, 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 you need that blood pumping. 
I do. Yeah, I have noticed, I think I've the last couple of weeks I have been a little bit more tired. I mean, it's not like I have to go have a nap or anything, but um, I've been wanting to go to bed by 9, 9.30 if I can. But I do wake up at 5, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's all, but there, yeah, there has been a lot of stress with work and kids moving out and all sorts of stuff going on, and it's all calming down now. But I, I do, like, I do really work on my self care and, you know, get out in the sunshine in the mornings and walk around in the garden and pick strawberries and, you know, do do things that I find very relaxing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really important to find that. Um, so mm. stress spelt backwards equals desserts. So even us health <laughs> practitioners, like you can see yourself going for things you shouldn't be doing even yeah. when you stress or, you know, with the stress, it actually amplifies the need for more protein and fat because the mm. taste buds have been engineered to crave organ meats. Yuck. That's gross. But they're sweet, the sweet breads and the fats. Oh, yeah. But see, Fat isn't as sweet as cream or milk. Milk isn't as sweet as honey or fruit and sugar and high fructose corn syrup trumps them all. Um, but, but the stress is a pressure cooker because mm-hmm. it causes you to burn the kettle at both ends. Yeah. Well, well, well done, Joe. Um, I'm impressed. I'm really happy. Um, Thank you. It's textbook perfection. It's, it's moving the right direction. Obviously, you still got a bit more room to wiggle. But, yeah. you know, we, we've gone through this smooth sailing because I, I don't think you you had a some, you didn't get a rough ride doing the dentistry. Um, do you mean like recovery or? Yeah, like like bruising, swelling, pain. Oh, yeah, I did. It was pretty bad. It was um, the whole side of this side was all swollen and up here as well because I had the two in two days. And um, so I ended up having to change my flights because I couldn't fly home the next day. Um, and it was, it it did, I should have been taking Arnica or something and I didn't have it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it did take a while to go down and I had the yellow and, you know, bruising and stuff. But, yeah. But, but you didn't have any, like, headaches, rash, diarrhoea, muscle no, aches, no, no. pains, perks. No, no. It was just the... Yeah, it was only the swelling here um, and you know, soreness. Because you've got the insight and you're working with people, um, another thing we see like this swab here, when clients have very heavy spirochetes and multiple amoebas, when mm-hmm. they first do that oral care protocol, they get a burning mouth, they get stinging, they get oh. up muscle aches. Yeah, they, and they go, they come to me and they go, what is in this? It's actually making me worse. I don't agree mm-hmm. with it. My body, I said, and then they look and they go, but all there is is salt. And by how could this do this? It's not doing that. It's the bugs dying doing yeah. that. So in the garden, if you ever see an ant mound or a hornet's nest, don't agitate it. Because mm. if they find out you're doing it, they'll sting you. And so this is what we call um, Herxheimer, mm. the Herxheimer reaction that people can witness through surgery and the Herxheimer causes toxins release, which we call that the cytokine storm. And believe it or not, um, you know, these bugs are forced not to be reckoned with. Mm. Uh, if you want to see alien technology, we're called quorum sensing. 
Yeah, you, you did not have this, luckily. Um, so this is Dad's lecture to the doctors in Sydney about the mouth-body connection, not brain-gut, but mouth-body. And here we have the wiggly, wiggly snakes, the spirochetes, and the mm -hmm. 74 different varieties. And the two spirochetes we know that's famous as syphilis and limes. The rest go in the mouth. So when you have so many of them, what happens is they start learning how to work together, whipping the tail in unison. Hmm. And this is a real client of ours, and Dad chose not to do any dental work, and the hygienist didn't remove any plaque. We just put them on the diet and the oral hygiene because if we scrape that mess or give them an antibiotic, it will induce a heart attack. Oh, yeah. And there's times wow. where clients, they have hygiene, and then that afternoon they're getting a sore throat and they go, I feel like I'm coming down with the flu. Yeah, because these bugs produce toxins, and that's what we call quorum sensing. Mm. The bugs in the teeth, no joke, I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe the bugs here can talk to the bugs in the joints through the blood system. Mm. Wherever there's a dodgy knee or dodgy heart valve, that's where the bugs want to go. Anyway, sorry, I went a little bit over time. Sorry. And no, that's okay. It was really interesting. Okay. Oh, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, yes. So you said my insulin and that kind of thing is much more balanced now. Yeah. So, um, you know, people have been looking at fasting glucose insulin. Uh, lately, doctors, functional, have been looking at HbA1c, the uh, glycosylated hemoglobin test. So that helps them to look at HbA1c. It helps them to look at type 1 or type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, so we measure fasting glucose and insulin with those other yep. metabolic markers like triglycerides and HDL cholesterol. Now, Harvard University, they invented a calculation called the HOMA-IR. It stands for Homeostatic Model Assessment of Insulin Resistance Calculator. Now, our calculator is slightly different to what you'd get online. So you could find this online and do it for people. You've had mm -hmm. that blood work and enter it in. How mm -hmm. to calculate HOMA. So fasting insulin times fasting glucose divided by 22.5. But I think that's in American. They're using deciliters. So you've got to make sure you convert it to Australian. So you get the Australian one. So by doing that calculation, you look at beta cell function. And when that's high, hyperglycemia. When it's low, hypo, insulin resistance. The higher the resistance go, the more resistant you are to making insulin type 1 diabetes. And the last one is sensitivity. The body needs carbohydrates and needs to know how to deal with it. If the sensitivity is low, then you're sluggish. If the sensitivity is very high, I imagine that's like a hyperglycemia. So mm -hmm. then the blood sugar bounces. And That's I something I've always struggled with when I was really unwell especially. Now, are you saying that when you get hungry, you get hangry? No, I don't now, but I used to when I, yeah, I did. When I was younger and lived on carbs and before I ever worked on gut health, um, I would have to eat every two hours and I would wake up at six and be starving, eat, 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 eat. By nine o'clock, if I hadn't eaten before, before that, like two hours later, um, I'd have a massive crash. I would just stuff myself with bread and Milo and whatever I could get. And then I'd crash and go lay on the bed for an hour because I'd be exhausted. Like it was this, it was like that all the time. 
Um, so I have that tendency if I'm not careful, but now after years of working on my diet, I don't have that. Um, but I'm just interested to see how much more it's balanced. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect now. It's perfect. Um, uh, you had energy, but it wasn't controlled. Yeah. But, but if you can keep to regular meal times, because you've seen this big fascination mm. with intermittent fasting now and longevity mm. studies, and I did a blog on this. There is a place for intermittent fasting, but a lot of people are doing it wrong. Mm. And I'll say to Dr. David Sinclair, I, I think that he seems like a lovely person and intelligent. He's a professor. But I'm going to tell you, and, I, and I've watched some of his talks, I think it's not as simple as just taking NMM and resveratrol. Because unless they understand what's going on in the mouth, Dental amalgam and dental infection has been linked to dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm. This idea of lengthening telomeres and, 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 and turning back the clock, we've been trying to do that for a very long time. Nobody's been able to cheat death. Mm. But I will say when you look at the supercentenarians, the better you keep that chemistry in balance, the longer your lifespan will be. And it was lovely to see Sean Baker. I, I, I'm, I'm not pro-carnivore. I I'm, I'm just want to get a chemistry balance. That's me. But I love that there are people where they're making sense. And Sean Baker, he posted someone on the Instagram page about a lady who's in her 70s that looks youthful. Mm -hmm. And they said that, like, and I'm, I'm still trying to, I still need to see a birth certificate. I'm a little bit skeptical because she actually looks like she's 50-something. Mm-hmm. And they're saying she's in her 70s. But, look, we do know that iron stores or iron studies are also predictor of lifespan. Yeah. And also Rob Wolf, one of those guys, they've looked at the work uh, of protein intake and height potential. So maybe there's hope for me, you know. At some point we'll start family planning, my wife and I and, you know, we're not, we're not like we were reasonably height, but we're not tall. Mm -hmm. uh, but I hear there's problems with tall people, their knees blow out, but it doesn't have to be that way. Because if we eat the nutrient dense foods, we support the skeletal structure. Mm. True. Yeah. But in theory, it's just, it's finding that time between work, mm. life, and cooking. And I have a, a rule for myself, if I'm going to be naughty, don't be naughty three days in a row. Yes, exactly, same. <laughs> Just like a one-off. Because you know what happens when you go overseas on holidays and you have the tiramisus mm -hmm. or the cantis or the, the gelati, gelato. <laughs> you taste them all. You do that three days in a row and you're kind of like, oh, I'm getting a bit mucus, mucusy from the yeah. cow's milk or well, I'm getting a bit bloated or getting a bit chubby from the tiramisu or <laughs> but it's not something you do at home and it's not something you cook yeah so if my if my insulin is more balanced i'm just wondering if it's okay if i have a little bit of fruit yeah 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 berries cherries because my strawberries are just like yeah. bursting out of yeah, the ground I'd, I'd, I'd imagine <laughs> yours is like like native strawberries Organic. or like yeah yeah yeah. And they're just, yeah, the little, the little, yeah. oh, they're so good. Yeah, go for um, it. And is it okay to have a little bit of honey now and then? Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't do it daily. Like raw honey has all these medicinal properties, glucuronic acid, 
But the main thing is make sure you get enough protein. See, it's not the honey yeah. and the fruit that's disruptive. It's the lack of protein. Oh, believe yeah. me, I've been having plenty of protein. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd have yeah. the berries after the meal as a palate cleanser. Yeah. Mother Nature will control you. See, there's a reason why bees have a stinger because Mother Nature goes, look, this is the amount of honey you get to have before you get stuck. <laughs> and then we figured out how to overcome that challenge. But, but you know, like eat your strawberries. See, it's the issue if you don't have breakfast or you don't have enough meat in the meal, then you try to make a meal out of the strawberries. Yeah. Strawberries yeah. are basically a luxury. I can't see you being able to cultivate a bucket of strawberries in one week and then they grow again. Mm. So we're trouble. getting a we were getting a bowl like this a day, but I would just freeze them. Well, you know, you could go to town. Don't, we, we don't eat them all. <laughs> but, but you could. But you know what happens when you over it? You get a funny tummy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or, no, I wouldn't anyway. I would only eat a few. And and mostly if I do have any, it would be with like Greek yogurt or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then also you freeze it and you can get ready to make a strawberry semifreddo at Christmas That's time. right. Uh, we, we do a roast turkey. We do steaks on the barbecue. The parmesan crusted lamb cutlets, I'm not sure if you've tried, but they're fantastic. No, that sounds amazing though. Um, yeah, you, you have to give it a go. Get some parmesan, get some eggs, a pinch of rice flour or almond meal, but you don't have to use it, and then some lamb cutlets or yep. maybe chicken breast. So it's a gluten-free schnitzel, Yum. 65. Okay, I'll have a look. Have cool. a look. It's my favourite. And and then what mum does uh, Christmas uh, dessert is the homemade ice cream. Yeah, we homemade, always have that. Yeah, homemade custard tart. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Homemade they, ice cream is a tradition for us. See, it, it's only issue when we make a meal, and it's more also the the tropical fruits. You know, even though they're organic, like they've been bred to be all to be higher sweet. Yeah, flat. and so th- th- these tropical fruits are the ones that you want to have less of. Okay. Like, yeah, sure, you can have banana, no big deal, but, like, it's 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 about getting the breakfast, lunch and dinner Monday to Sunday right. Yeah, that's right, and the sweets and things are just a now and then thing. Yeah, the quality over the quantity and, you know, consistency and, you know, we all have a bad meal from time to time. We're not always perfect, but as long as you've got the structure, the foundation, you'll win. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then flossing, brushing, as soon as the gums bleed, you miss the spot, all the carbohydrates increasing, plaque buildup, mm. um, skin, nails, hair, muscle. You know, in the pandemic, we we weren't able to train. And then that affects the appetite. Now, I think I was getting enough protein, but, like, I'm always training. And I, I, I saw three months of not doing the powerlifting, my gluteus maximus muscles started to change. Mm. Um, so that's also a good sign, those major muscles, the delts, the bicep, tricep, the glutes, the legs. You know, that's a really also a good sign of, you know, having integrity health. But then you've got bodybuilders that look good but also have poor health. Yeah, that's true. You know, they get mm-hmm. atherosclerosis, plaque here and 
anyway, well, well done. All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, so what's next? Today's our, our, our last formal appointment to the Immune Rebuilding Program. Basically, we'll connect with you next year. Yep. And see how you're going, Joe. But we'll say, hey, let's look at your immune system, your iron stores, and then there's an additional option of looking at cortisol, DHA. It's not paramount, but there's that option that you can do. And if that corrects, like, you're going to see this shift again. Mm-hmm. I mean, this yeah. has only been four months. Yeah. So a long period of time, but not really. It's just the time aspect of, of supporting mm-hmm. the client and knowing how to yeah. move. Um, but, you know, I'm very, very grateful my team. We're always learning. But, like, it's a blessing to do this because it works out. Numbers are moving. Mm. Whether you completely experience it all yet or soon to be, but do not change what you're doing. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate you letting me record this too. Thank you very much. Okay. See ya. Bye.